The Mind Aware, 171. Ready, fire, aim. I can do anything I want with my life and no one can stop me. Once you shift these habits and you do it long enough, it becomes so easy and natural. I am on a ball in outer space. I bet you try salad tomorrow for breakfast after hearing this. Get a tattoo on your forehead that says shift your focus that will make it so easy. Music comes from the space between the notes. Bam. That's it. No truer words have been spoken. I love it. What kind of business do you want? Do you want a brick and mortar or do you want a click and order? I want people to practice good legal hygiene. I'm a foodie too. Hello everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show and welcome. You know, let's face it, entrepreneurs for the most part, we're marketers, right? Like we like to go out, we like to make the money, we like to get the word out about our business, but I, I don't know, maybe I'm projecting, but most of us, we aren't necessarily the ones who like to sit back and get our business ducks in a row or our legal ducks in a row. And that's why today I have Davis Sensman with us. She is an attorney and she's the founder of Davis Law Office. But what's cool about Davis is that she specializes in business transactional law. And what I thought we would talk with her about today was what happens, God forbid, should something happen to you as the business owner we work really hard we go out of our way to make sure that we're building a business that's going to help our families and what happens if something should happen like you get disabled or you have an accident or you pass or something like that what happens to your business so i'm really interested in hearing what davis has to say about this hi davis welcome to the show oh thanks dana thanks for having me so what, what's the deal? Do people just not like to think about bad things happening? Do most people prepare for this? No, most people do not prepare for this. And I think you're right. It's a combination of nobody wants to think about when bad things happen. And also, most people are busy running their business, running their lives. And there just doesn't seem to be time to think about, oh, what's going to happen if? There's Everyone's too busy running things to kind of take that step back and and make the the appropriate kind of preparations for that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. And especially I know, you know, we're brain trainers and we're always thinking positively. We don't think of ourselves as like, oh, I don't attract accidents or that type of thing. I'm just thinking that the kind of services you're talking about just makes sense for any business owner who's wanting to get down to business and who wants to be serious about it because no matter how positive we are, each and every one of us is going to die one day. That's the fact, <laughs> you know. That's just a guarantee that that's going to happen. And so do you have some kind of procedures or paperwork that you can put into place for small business owners in order to make sure that their family benefits? Absolutely. There's a number of ways you can kind of attack it. If you own a business, if you have it set up as some type of an entity, um, an LLC, a corporation, if it's set up in some way, you can simply pass that on along with all of your other assets. So sometimes when people are setting up their personal estate plan, they'll be able to just include that in there. 
if you don't have a, an entity set up, if you're a sole proprietor, you need to make sure that all of the different assets of the business, or you can just kind of, re- you can also refer to kind of the business as a whole is passed on to someone. But then that only dictates who's going to get it, who's going to own it. You also have the extra issue with a business of who's going to run it. Yeah, I was thinking that too. So let me just take a little pause here on this corporation idea because it's a pretty inexpensive thing to incorporate, and I'm sure you can tell us a little bit about that. Uh, But what I'm thinking is maybe that's a smart move for business owners just because it might be easier to pass it on. Is that right or is that not right? Doesn't it matter? It does either to incorporate as a corporation or to organize as an LLC. It does give you one thing in the eyes of the law that you can kind of pass on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, you know, if there's another owner in the company, you can say, if I die, this person gets it. If you are a solo owner, you can say, if I die, you know, my spouse or my heir or this person in my life gets it. And Mm -hmm. there's one thing to pass on. So that is a reason, the the ability to kind of easily sort of move it around from one person to the other is certainly a reason some people decide to formally organize their business. So with or without a corporation, or you tell me maybe this has to be with a corporation, if I'm doing the paperwork, let's say in some kind of a, a will, that says, okay, I would like to pass this business on to, um, it can be a, a partner or spouse or a child, can you also then stipulate and somebody will run it and get this percentage, or do you leave that up to the person that you pass it on to, or do you have that discussion with the person you pass it on to? How do you set yourself up so that your business doesn't just fall apart after you're gone? That's the trickiest part. So you can pass it all on if you need to in your personal estate plan, in your will, through a trust, some other way. But the who's going to run it and how is it going to run and all of the details that will actually keep it going, most estate planning attorneys don't like that to be in those other documents because those other documents are, they're pretty standard the way courts like to see them. So we've kind of created through the years some documents that we often refer to as quote-unquote business wills, and we really tailor those specifically to a business. And and you mentioned, you know, do you sit down and talk with someone? That's exactly what you do. You kind of sit down anyone that you think might be interested in running the business, folks that work for you, folks that work with you, employees, contractors, your spouse, your children, and kind of have a discussion about if something were to happen to me, who is interested in running this business? And then you decide, now, who do I think is capable of running this business? Right. And so you mentioned business wills. I'm wondering if you could maybe give us a couple of ideas of things that might be specifically different in a business will compared to a regular will that most people would have. Sure. So in a regular will, you're normally just saying who will get the things and who will kind of make sure that all happens. That's kind of, you know, the the people who get the things are are who you you leave it to, sometimes referred to as your heirs. And then who will decide the things and who will be kind of in charge of getting it all done is your personal representative. And so you name things like you you kind of follow that same order in a business will, but in those 
business documents, we get really more involved in who's going to be in charge of these decisions and can people who are working for the business now, you know, be fired within the first six months or a year? Because you you may want whoever's taking over your business, you know, to kind of protect those folks who are working in the company and make sure they have a job for a period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's a decision of, you know, here are two people who will run the business, but I think that this person should be making, you know, the decisions about marketing. And I think this person should be making the decisions about the financial things in a traditional will. You can say who gets what, and to a certain extent you can say kind of, what they can do with it by either putting it in a trust or some other kind of mechanism, but you don't have a lot of control. And basically in these business will type documents, um, because they often cover if someone is disabled or dead, we like to kind of, you know, a business owner has created the business. So they like to be able to assert as much control as they can. And so the other interesting thing is that normal wills are just, a person saying, here's what happens. In a business will, it's really an agreement between that person who's making it and the people who are getting the responsibilities and the rights. So it's really more of a contract yeah. um, than a one-way document. I can see that. It's There's just a lot more moving parts. You know what it gets me thinking about, too, Davis? We talk a lot about developing systems for our businesses so that they can run without us, you know, even while we're here, right? But now yeah. I can see where this really starts to get really serious and important if you're going to be putting people in charge of your business or passing it on to somebody who maybe doesn't have the same skill set as you do because you know, you'd like to leave a legacy for your family. So it's really a very, very interesting conversation. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We're talking to Davis Sensman. She's an attorney, and she's the founder of Davis Law Firm. And actually, if you want to check out her website, head over to davismeansbusiness.com. Isn't that just such a clever name? I love that. davismeansbusiness.com. You can head over. She deals strictly with business transactional law. And so hence the reason I wanted to talk with her about this because she knows a lot about these kind of moving parts that happen. We're going to take a really short break. And when I get back, I'm going to ask her the million-dollar question we're all wondering How much is all this going to cost me? We'll be right back. I don't know about you, but now that I understand Train Your Brain and the power of mindset, I want to be around other people who get it. That's why I joined Train Your Brain U at trainyourbrainu.com. So many experts are training the old tired stuff like work hard, get out of your comfort zone, discipline yourself, blah, blah, blah. I can't even listen to it anymore. I really just want to learn from and mingle with people who understand that getting happy is the fastest path to success. I want to grow my business the easy way. That's why I joined Train Your Brain U at trainyourbrainu.com. And did I mention that it's only a dollar a day? It's incredible. Go ahead and check it out for yourself at trainyourbrainu.com. That's trainyourbrainu.com. Trainyourbrainu.com. Hi, this is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and I'm having a really interesting chat with Davis Sensman. She is at davismeansbusiness.com. Davis, D-A-V like Victor, I-S like Sam, 
MeansBusiness.com. She's an attorney, and she specializes in business transactional law. And we've really been talking about there's always the possibility that you could have an accident or become disabled, but there's the very real reality that all of us, um, one time or another, we're going to pass on. We are going to leave this earthly plane, and what happens to our businesses? Is there a way that we can will them should you incorporate and then will it to somebody? And who runs it? How do you make sure that it grows? And so I'm wondering, Davis, is there any way you can ballpark this? Like if somebody was saying, okay, I really want to reach out and talk to somebody, either Davis or someone like her, can I kind of budget or plan ahead of time of what does doing this kind of a will generally cost? Sure. I mean, in our office, it often depends on which attorney is working on the matter because we all have different hourly rates. But I would say in our experience, it generally doesn't take us much longer than, you know, somewhere between three and maybe at the outside five hours because a lot of the decision-making is done on the individual's part. So I'd say the more that the person who's looking to make this document kind of decides on their own and sits down and thinks about and plans out the less time it takes on the attorney's end. And that's really true for us for anything that we're drafting. But so I'd say it doesn't take a very long time. It doesn't have to take a very long time. It doesn't have to be very, very involved because you don't want to micromanage something when you're no longer around. But you just want to be clear that everyone knows what their kind of expected rights and obligations are. Well, if they're dealing with someone like yourself that does this a lot, you probably have systems in place to make it go easier and faster, too, like asking the right questions. You know, and it probably depends on how many moving parts somebody has in a business. Somebody who's got a $10 million a year business is very different than a $100,000 a year business. So it makes total sense. If somebody was out there, and ideally, obviously, we would love them to check you out at Davis Means Business, but let's say they're looking for somebody local to work with or friends that they may know or acquaintances. Is there anything in particular that people can look for when they're looking for an attorney who does this? I mean, I'm thinking you probably don't want to go to the local divorce attorney about doing a business will. So any ideas there? Uh, Yeah, I'd say, you know, ask them if they've done any documents similar to this. A lot of business attorneys are familiar with kind of buy-sell agreements or member control agreements, basically the agreements among many owners of a business, but many business attorneys have not kind of contemplated what can an individual do to plan for their business. So I would just say ask them if they've done those. And if they haven't, if they have done, you know, buy-sell agreements or, or member any type of an agreement amongst owners of a business, you know, and ask them how much of your business is small businesses, how how many are single owner companies. And if they say, yes, we've done some of those before, ask them, well, how much, how long did those take and how much were those? Because we, our philosophy is that we should always be able to give an estimate. Nobody's going to go do anything really without having some sort of an idea of how much it costs. And I think sometimes professionals or, you know, attorneys, accountants, folks like that, don't often get pushed on, give me a rough estimate. And so I'd say the biggest thing is just tell them you're going to expect some sort of an estimate of how long it's going to take 
and how much that's going to cost. Yeah, that's really, you're right. People can get intimidated, and you're right. You know, you're the customer you should be able to ask, and you you ballparked it just fine. So anybody else should be able to do that just fine. I love it. Any parting advice, Davis, before we say goodbye? No, I just say, you know, don't be afraid to kind of put something down in writing to make clear what everybody's intentions are and what everybody expects. I would say getting legal work done doesn't always have to be terribly difficult or expensive or mysterious. Nice. Just fantastic. Love it all the way around. Thank you, Davis. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Like, it's nice to talk about these things. And I love this word that Davis just used about mysterious, because really, we could really demystify a lot of these things. And from a mindset standpoint, it's really nice to be giving your brain messages like, hey, I take care of business. Just like Davis says, Davis means business, so do you. It's about really saying, hey, I know how to get stuff done. And I may not have done it yet but I've got it on the list and I'm going to make sure and take care of that. These are the things that I know are important. I know how to run my business. You can start shifting that mindset right now, even if you don't pick up the phone today, but you might. But even if you don't, start training your brain today and start saying to yourself, yeah, these are the pieces I want in place because this isn't just a little pity hobby that I'm doing. I am doing a big business. I am growing. I'm going to have something. I'm going to have a legacy to leave. You can start training your brain today and start thinking that way today and guess what the next step is getting stuff like this right into place and we will see you next time on the mind aware show well i don't know if this is the right analogy but it's like kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house you know like okay just walk <laughs> up the walkway you know one foot in front of the other holy free holies right oh they'll get my smile later later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling <laughs> You're doing oh, yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? And we will see you next time on the Mind Aware Show.